Welcome to another episode of Bridges Intact, a podcast dedicated to sharing the stories of women of color, learn about their projects, and see how we can collectively increase representation of women of color in tech. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with a recruiter, uh, and I have been dying to get one on this show for a while now, so I am so excited, and I cannot wait for you to learn all about uh, how recruiting works at Facebook specifically, and uh, learn a little bit more about uh, Gabrielle. Gabrielle is the recruiter I will be chatting with. Let's get into it. Thank you, Gabrielle, for uh, coming on the show today and being willing to share your knowledge with our audience. I am so excited. I know that this is going to be fun. So welcome to the show. And Thank you. <laughs> and if you don't mind, could you just introduce yourself to our audience real quick? Definitely, yeah. So my name is Gabrielle Williams. I'm currently a technical sourcer at Facebook. Um, I do focus on recruiting for our consumer-facing product org. Now, I've only been there for about seven months now, but I come from a background of recruiting at agency before where I was doing that for a bit over two years. And so a lot of my focus just, you know, in recruiting really, you know, is helping people honestly land a job, you know, doing interview prep, um, making sure that they're prepared for what's to come um, and really just helping out from the that perspective of things and you know while equally helping out our hiring managers you know in terms of them finding uh the best people for their roles awesome thank you for sharing that um so how did you get into recruiting yeah so i actually fell into recruiting um probably like a lot of people uh, we always kind of joke about that sometimes it's just like recruiting is like you know there's no major for it in school there's no path for yeah. recruiting it's you know it's one of those things honestly you just kind of fall into and so when i moved to chicago in 2017 i actually had no idea what recruiting was first off um, i was just <laughs> applying to all different kinds of jobs and then randomly one day i get a call from a recruiter at uh, my previous employer, Real Staffing, who just reached out and was like, hey, I came across your resume at Career Builder, wanted to chat about recruiting. And I was like, okay, what? what's recruiting? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. And I think she had to explain it to me like three times. And I'm like, okay, I think I kind of get it, but I'm still a little confused on what I'm doing. Like, I'm, who am I finding people for? You know, like, I'm like, I was so confused um, back then. I'm like, okay, like, I was really starting to feel like, am I really this slow? Or just like, do I not get it? Um, and so finally understood that First off, agency is very different than internal recruiting, which is what I'm doing now. So when I was working at agency, I was filling uh, roles for pharmaceutical clients with um, contractors. So very, very different than what I'm doing now um, in terms of types of positions, but uh, fell into recruiting that way. Honestly, just kind of came at me um, in terms of them reaching out to me directly, you know, me going in, sitting down, having a you know, interviews and just really learning more about the process. You know, I did a presentation on recruiting, so finally understood, you know, what I was walking into. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how I found my way into recruiting, or I guess you could say it found me. <laughs> yeah, it sounds <laughs> like it found you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. I've always been curious uh, how that works. And it's because back in my college days, I actually worked in um, HR. Uh, okay. for a little bit and that was just something I fell into and like you mm -hmm. I had no idea what um 
what it even meant right i needed a job so (laughs) yeah exactly so um so you've been at facebook you said seven months yep you got it how do you like recruiting for facebook yeah recruiting for facebook is honestly it's much better than agency it's honestly like a whole nother world to be honest um i really enjoy it over agency, I would have to say, um, you know, having the opportunity to chat with like really creative, innovative people, since I do focus on the product side of things is super interesting. So it's really cool to have the opportunity to, um, you know, learn about their backgrounds, like what a lot of people on product have been up to, and also kind of, you know, be that first person that these people are chatting with at Facebook, you know, so really being able to, you know, tell them about our processes and how things work here. Um, it has been great. It's been a good experience. Um, you know, I am technically maybe almost out of that quote unquote noob phase, but definitely still kind of feel like a noob here. Not going to lie. You know, pretty big company, lots of things. You know, I'm always learning something new, always tackling um, different product roles in terms of, you know, um, recruiting efforts. But yeah, it's, it's been a good experience so far. About how big is the team that you're recruiting for? Wow. Yeah. So our product org, to my knowledge, has over 400 product managers. So um, it's a pretty huge (laughs) org. Yeah, it's there's a lot of people, you know, we're still actively hiring right now. Um, As of now, I do support five different hiring managers. Um, So that's yeah, from people who work on privacy infrastructure, messenger privacy, um, monetization, payments, you know, kind of just whatever I get assigned to is, you know, what I lean in and tackle. So, um, yeah, there's, you know, we're kind of broken up into different focuses for products. So my team does consumer facing. Um, we have other teams that focus on like AR, VR and WhatsApp and enterprise PM roles. So we are pretty structured in that, um, regards for our recruiting org as well. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the recruiting practice, though, is similar across all the different orgs within Facebook? So honestly, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. So I don't really dip into many other recruiting orgs. Um, <laughs> the way that we work together is as much as just kind of you know, referring people to those roles that may not be a good fit for my role. Um, but again, that's just been my experience thus far. Okay. Um, so that's just kind of speaking from my personal experience. Right, right. Okay. So, so how does it work? You, um, let me see. And I'm going to just ask you all kinds of questions because I've been dying to get a recruiter <laughs> on the show. No <laughs> just so I can like destroy them. No, I'm just kidding. I am not destroying anybody. <laughs> so you, do you just, um, sort of wait for people to apply for positions and then you go through um, like their resumes and that stuff or do you also have to actively uh, be on like social media and stuff like that and find people as well yeah that's a good question yeah so since I am a technical sourcer we do actively source for candidates Um, so I am pretty active at going on LinkedIn Um, we have an internal tool that we use where we house all our candidates so you know I search through that as well but it is an active sourcing um, you know day-to-day that we do as technical sourcers and recruiters as well 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, as roles, as people apply to positions, you know, we have access to go through those candidates as well. So it's really kind of doing both, you know, going okay. through people who apply, um, you know, going through just so- sourcing people on LinkedIn, you know, looking at people who match the requirements and qualifications that we look for. Mm-hmm. And then the third part of it would be referrals. So people at Facebook, you know, whatever org they may be in are always referring people in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so our refer, they go straight to our referrals referrals team first um, and then they send them over to like a technical recruiter or sourcer and where we you know have the opportunity to view the profile and chat with the referrals as well gotcha okay so what makes a candidate stand out to you um when as you're going through this um different places that you're looking at candidates yeah so for me i'm gonna say that's a really it's a, it's a bit of a hard thing to answer it really is. <laughs> is because so many different hiring managers you know they have different qualifications and requirements you know so what i'm looking for does change mm-hmm. now from a general perspective when i you know recruit for um consumer facing product managers through our generalist or unallocated path here at facebook um, i'm really just looking for strong product managers and i know that sounds so subjective but <laughs> just you know people who have really good experiences you know innovating products you know taking them from ideation to launch you know working through that entire space you know ideally looking for you know pretty senior product managers at least right now is our focus so you know those people with anywhere from 5 to 6 plus years of experience mm-hmm. um, you know depending on um, the hiring manager and um, you know what we're recruiting for a lot of times I, I look for like startup experience or co-founder experience you know obviously in those situations those people have such like a vast um, like experience because mm-hmm. those people in startups often wear multiple hats so they're yeah. you know used to doing lots of things and they're really building the product from the ground up okay. um, you know they're not oftentimes just doing like feature adding features or doing implementations they're literally building the product so um, a lot of times that's something that stands out as well but i would say as a whole you know just really in the product or we look for people who are really creative scrappy and innovative and can really just set a team up for success awesome okay um, and you can, uh, and you're sort of telling all of that from your either resume or mm-hmm. social media profile. I'm not even sure wherever you found them. Um, you can kind of learn those things um, from their personality and what they do. Definitely. And, you know, we always have a pre-screen with candidates before, you know, we push them through our process, which I'm sure most companies do, which I think is a really important piece of the puzzle because, of course, you know, you can put out a lot of things on paper, but sometimes, you know, not everyone has things on paper. And then when you get to the conversation, you're like, oh, wow, like you've done a lot more, you know, than you even have written down. So I always really value those pre-screen calls because I'm really able to dive deeper into like, what this person's not only responsibilities have been but what their impact has been you know at whatever company they've been working with gotcha yeah but first though they have to um you know their profile or their resume had to have caught your mm-hmm. eye to definitely. even get to that level <laughs> no yeah definitely and i i think that you know a lot of us here honestly you know sometimes i'm 
not super picky. You know, I'm really open to have conversations with really anyone in product, you know, uh, just to kind of see like what your experience has been as a candidate. You know, again, I, I try to help people with their resumes too, as much as I can. Like right, I said, because right, right. sometimes, you know, it's not always um, presented on their resume, how they present it in the call. So it's, right. that's another important piece of the puzzle is, you know, helping people really update their profile from that perspective too. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, so I want to look at the other side of this. A lot of people um, that would talk about uh, tech, they're like tech recruiting. You know, I talked to this recruiter and the recruiter didn't quite um, even understand what I do or what the position does. Mm -hmm. um, and we're like not on the same page. Like, why don't those recruiters know what jobs they're recruiting for and stuff like that? <laughs> I, mm -hmm. I know it's it's a struggle, right? Because you aren't actually the hiring manager. Right. You are just talking to um, the candidates using information that the hiring manager provided you. So mm -hmm. they didn't give you all the information. Um, like there is not much that you can do, but how do you try to bridge that gap with getting a true understanding of what your hiring manager is looking for so that yeah. you can look for that in a candidate for them? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of times in my experiences, um, not even just at Facebook, but just in recruiting in general, I think it's really important for the recruiter uh, to spend time with their manager, asking their manager questions about the role that candidates tend to ask, you know, to make sure that we do have as much information as possible. Now, as recruiters, of course, you, you know, like you said, we're not the hiring managers, but nor are we in that role that we're recruiting for, you know? So nope. I'm not a product manager, so I can't speak, you know, entirely about the day-to-day -day, you know I can give you an overview based on the information that I've been given and kind of you know studied up on mm -hmm. um, you know things like that so that's something that you know I can do but I think what's really important is just to you know have a meeting with the team that you're hiring for and really just ask them to outline you know what this person is going to be doing what their impact's going to be you know what their focus is going to be kind of like um, what the kind of like goal and vision is you know for that team what the, what are they going to be working towards you know mm -hmm. um, I think it's just important to really have those conversations and in my experience specifically at Facebook um, you know managers are really open to having those chats just so that way we have a full understanding of you know one what what are we looking for in right. a profile but also to like how can I explain this role to a candidate enough to where they understand, you know, what they're going to be working on exactly. now? Um, something that we do as well is, you know, if a candidate tends to have lots more questions or, you know, they're really just wanting to chat with the manager head on, you know, we can set up exploratory calls uh, oh, okay. with, you know, with hiring managers. So that way they can just kind of, you know, get some more insight there. Now, exploratory calls can be tricky, you know, because obviously everyone's schedule is really tight. Mm -hmm. um, so th typically in those cases, we really try to at least, and again, this is just specifically my experience with my org. Um, you know, we really try to set those up after they pass our first round of interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, now sometimes we can, you know, navigate it beforehand again, just off oftentimes depends on availability. Um, but that's definitely something we, you know, want to work towards so that way candidates can have that deeper understanding of, is this role a good fit for me? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's like really, really good points. And that's good that you're able to do that like exploratory um, interview with a uh, hiring manager because they would definitely have some more um, answers to questions. So from a recruiter's point of view, what is product management? 
do you mean from Facebook specifically? Like what do we look for in our product managers or what do you mean? Just so I can make sure I answer that. Um, let's just do Facebook then. Yeah. Cause uh, it's sort of different from, for other places. So mm-hmm. we can stay focused. Yeah. So at Facebook, and again, I'm just going to talk about consumer facing product management. Cause that's what I focus on specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so here at Facebook, I really refer to all of our product managers as like mini CEOs. <laughs> um, and the reason I say that is because they really are like in charge of their product area. Um, we have many different product groups. So like here at Facebook, you're usually a product manager in a specific domain, like whether that's ads, growth, messenger, um, you know, anything else that kind of falls under Facebook app or Instagram, for example, mm-hmm. would be like activation or notifications. Um, so really here, you know, you really own your product, you know, you're really the person in charge. A lot of times our product managers here are leading, you know, medium sized teams of engineers. You know, they're obviously working with not only engineers, but, um, developers and data people and designers to really build and bring their product to life. Um, and so that's really what a big focus is on the consumer facing side of things, you know, finding and creating products in ambiguous areas, you know, like what, what's something new that we can do at the same time though, obviously, of course, you know, a part of that is doing feature upgrades sometimes. Um, you know, so really just as a whole, you know, you're owning a product, you're creating something new for users. Um, and really, really, you know, the emphasis in the consumer facing product org is creating products that are B2C, you know, so anything that's going to be for the consumer specifically. Got it. Okay. And, and so what makes a good, uh, product manager, um, you sort of talked about, uh, a little bit in your previous answer to another question. So I'm just, I'm not going to recap that. Can you share some mistakes that you have seen candidates make when they apply for jobs um, or any of the jobs that you've looked at, you've looked at your resume or maybe you got with them on the phone and had that pre-screening call. Uh, What are some of the mistakes that you have noticed that maybe can help somebody? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, honestly, I feel like for the most part, just in my experience, you know, candidates tend to portray themselves quite well in a resume format. Um, I, one thing I would say, at least for me and our org, like we're not very specific about like only sending over, you know, one page resumes, for example, like sometimes it may take a bit over a page, you know, to list out all the different products that you've worked on. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, in terms of like mistakes, um, I would say sometimes um, now, this is one that is interesting for me that I've actually been noticing pretty recently as well is that some candidates on their LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. they don't really talk about what they do. So for example, under their experience, they might just say product manager at uh, let's say Facebook or Microsoft, you know, for example, at whatever company, but there's Mm -hmm. nothing written underneath it. So it's like, I don't know what you do at all. Like, yeah, you're a product manager, but what do you do as a product manager? You know what I mean? Right. Um, So sometimes people don't portray that on their LinkedIn. Now, if that's the case, you know, I don't think it's the end of the world. Honestly, like nine times out of 10, we're still going to reach out. And then that's when we get to that call and are really able to understand, you know, what your focus is and what you're doing. 
Um, so that's why I, I I really, um, say that the, that first call is super important because we're able to kind of dive deeper than just what's on paper. Um, and so, you know, again, this is an interesting question to answer because I don't really see people make too many mistakes. Um, I would highlight though, depending on the role that you're applying for, making sure that your resume aligns with that role. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. if I am applying to a product growth role versus a business analyst role, those resumes should look different. You know what I mean? I'm, I shouldn't be using the same resume for those differing positions. So, you know, I should have a resume that's tailored to each specific job. And I think that's something that people don't do very often is change their resume to highlight where their experiences relate to the job that they're applying for specifically. Because mm-hmm. they use the same resume and to apply for 15 different types of right. jobs, but they are not. Um, and I, I try to tell people that because if the words or even at a specific um, role, you probably did something that aligned better with this particular job. And that should sort of right. be the highlight, not the other highlight of I filled out this paperwork. 13 times a week well are you going to be filling out paperwork at this other job (laughs) exactly no exactly yeah it's important to draw out and highlight you know where your skills relate you know that's a good point I like uh, hopefully you guys are taking notes um (laughs) don't want to hear complaints later (laughs) um so Let's talk a little bit more about, yeah, I know I've been hammering you about, um, oh no, I have, I have one more recruiting question. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, do you, so some recruiters would ask like, how much are you looking for? You know, what is your price or your, how much do you make now? However mm-hmm. way they choose to ask that question. Are you offended if, or does it count negatively towards a candidate? if they do not give um, the uh, current salary? Yeah, that's a good question. So we are actually not allowed to ask that. Um, you do not. Okay, well, that's no, good. So I do not ask that question. Um, the way we're actually also kind of structured at Facebook and our recruiting org. So being a technical sourcer, I actually do not deal with compensation at all. Um, so mm-hmm. that's something that I don't work with um with my candidates now I just communicate that like that (laughs) um just letting them know that's something I don't work with uh but after they pass the first round that's when I transition them over to one of my recruiting counterparts and now that counterpart is going to be the person who preps them for their final interview and that's also going to be their contact all the way through the end of their process so that's going to be the person that they'll be negotiating compensation with Now, you know, we don't directly ask what you're making, but oftentimes that info is provided to us in the sense of here's what I'm looking for in my next position. Correct. Um, So, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think that it's necessarily like, oh, we're not going to consider you because you asked how much the comp is. Right, right. Um, It's (laughs) one of those things here at Facebook specifically that is handled later down the line. Um, a big chunk of that is just because, you know, we don't determine your level up front in my org. Mm -hmm. So we, it's really hard to give you a range of, you know, compensation bands when we don't even know which level you're going to come in at. So that's something that, that we also tend to, you know, handle on the, uh, really at the end of the process. Awesome. That's good to know. 
Um, okay, I think I'm done with recruiting questions. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's talk about you. Um, so uh, you are a partner at in Herbal uh, Herbal Wellness. Herbology. Yeah. yeah. How do you say the name of that uh, company? Yeah, it's Herbology. Herbology. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you want to talk a little bit about that and what that does? Yeah, so it's actually um, small business LLC. It's my partner's business, actually. Um, she is an herbalist and an ethnobotanist, so really making products with a lot of different herbs. Um, you know, our motto there is really heal self, heal others of, you know, bringing wellness back home and really just like highlighting uh, different products in the in the wellness space, but mostly pertaining to herbs. And so um, she started the company based on her love for herbs, to be honest, and learning more about, um, you know, the roots of mm -hmm. where all this medicine has came from in the past, which, as you know, came from a lot of people of color. Mm -hmm. um, so really wanting to bring that out and highlight that. Um, she does a lot of workshops, um, different herbal workshops, um, you know, via VC right now, of course, but uh, prior to in person kind of leading events there. And we've actually just launched our first two products quite recently. So I really just help facilitating like working on kind of the business side of things, um, mm -hmm. whether that's like logistics and shipping, um, also just helping out in terms of like packaging and all that good stuff is really where I help and I kind of do whatever else, um, you know, she needs help with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, to, to make things easier on her but it really is her business I'm really just kind of like a partner here like supporting where I can um, I recently finished my MBA so a lot of the things I'm doing uh, I've learned in my program which has been super helpful um, in terms of like running numbers and you know doing logistics and things like that that's awesome so do you get to um, use uh, some of the herbs yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'll test some of them out for sure. Um, so far, we've launched um, a, a sacred soak and a sacred smoke blend. It's the sacred collection. Um, and so made quite a few sales so far, which is pretty, you know, cool given COVID, of course, but um, really just trying to get things rolling. Um, eventually, we're going to have essentially like a journal and an archive, um, which will also be available on the website, kind of also just in the really beginning processes of, you know, getting writers to hop on board and write about, you know, their different healing modalities or their experience just with healing in general. Mm -hmm. um, so that's also still kind of on the horizon. Awesome. That's so cool. I want to learn more about that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and um, so you did some fundraising efforts um, for African Science Academy, and then you, you later went to uh, Ghana, mm -hmm. volunteer. You want to talk a little yep. bit about that experience? Curious. Yeah. So at my last job, actually, um, our corporate social responsibility nonprofit was the African Science Academy, um, which is actually, yeah, based in um, Tema, Ghana, which is about an hour as outside of Accra. And, you know, we were doing a lot of different fundraising efforts for them where essentially the money would go towards scholarships for the girls in the program. Um, so African Science Academy specifically um, for girls, um, just to mention that as well. And so I led efforts here stateside to really just kind of raise as much money as possible um, through different efforts in my last office. So most of our um, 
fundraising came from people that worked at our company, but not completely just that. Um, partnered with a few people um, in a few bars actually here in Chicago to hold uh, fundraising, like, I don't want to say like karaoke nights, but um, where we would have like some local artists perform and people would buy tickets and a lot of the bars would just give us a, a, pro, a percentage of the proceeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was pretty cool. Did a lot of events like that. Did some um, like trivia nights where people would sign up and, you know, pay per their team and things like that. So kind of lots and lots of different events that I led and had a really great team that was supporting me in that. Mm-hmm. And then we had essentially, I would call it a competition almost, um, that I actually didn't know was a competition up front, um, <laughs> where, or I guess I knew it was a competition. I didn't really know that there was a quote unquote, like prize to it. Okay. Um, so we had a competition where all of our different offices globally, um, through my last company and we had offices literally all around the world where everyone basically signed up as a team and tried to raise as much money as possible in one month. Um, so my team here in Chicago, we were able to raise $4,000 in that one month. And so myself and my other partners, um, who helped kind of lead things with me on the forefront, um, got the opportunity to go to Ghana because Chicago raised the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a really good experience too, to, you know, head out to the school. Um, these girls are super smart. <laughs> um, they're a cohort. They do cohorts every year where these girls are from all different parts of Africa. Um, so lots of students from Ethiopia, Nigeria, Ghana, of course, um, but really just all over and they come together to take really advanced classes in math and science. Mm-hmm. And so while we were there, just got to learn a little bit about each of their cultures, honestly, um, as well as, you know, we shadow some of their classes. And we also did presentations on resumes um, in terms of how to make them. So all the girls already had rough drafts, but we sat, took time and edited all of their resumes, um, as well as started helping them with their cover letters and really just their um, entry, entry um, essays for college. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was a really good experience, um, you know, helping in those regards, but definitely really cool experience that I'm happy to have able to, you know, worked with, um, as well as just, I always keep an open, you know, an open hand to everything because they have my email. So I'm like, if you, if you guys ever need anything in the future, you know, definitely willing to help with resumes for future cohorts, um, as well as just, you know, whatever they need to. So really awesome, um, nonprofit. Oh, that's great. That's really good that you did that and you got to um, experience, you know, go meet the people that are getting the money. And, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you like help do fundraisers or you donate to something, but you never truly see the right. people that got it. So that feel like definitely cool. Yeah, definitely full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so um, some of your, uh, at least one of your aspirations is to, work in business strategy or product management? Yeah, so that's kind of a goal of mine um, after finishing my MBA here, which I finished a couple months ago. Oh, now, congratulations. Class thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not what we expected, but you know what? Right? I'll, I'll take my degree, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, I'm not really 100%, to be honest, and 
you know, sure in what area I really want to go into, but product mm -hmm. is really interesting to me. I, I like taking the aspects of creativity, putting it into a product and, you know, having that impact among users. Mm -hmm. um, on the other side, though, I really do like strategy. Um, so again, kind of that creative aspects of strategy as well, you know, where you're coming up with different ideas, you know, what's going to work for the business in terms of, you know, helping it take that step forward. So mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty open, you know, right now I've been taking the time to really network with people, understand, you know, what they do in their positions, you know, see what kind of, you know, really warms my heart in terms of like, okay, this is what I want to do for my next step in my career. Mm -hmm. Got it. Well, I hope that I know that you're going to uh, find your passion really, really soon. You know, that's, I think that's one of the really good ways mm -hmm. to connect, you know, you connect with people, you learn about things that people are working on, um, learn from the experiences, learn from you know lessons that they've learned and all of right. that and then you can decide okay i definitely want to go into that or exactly absolutely not <laughs> right yep exactly i feel like sometimes you know first you find out what you don't want to do yes. <laughs> you always find that out first right always you're like i know i don't like this and this and this like what do i like though <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> so uh you have some advice for um you know, women of color and people out there, women in general that are looking to start a career in tech or they're looking to advance. So I'm going to start with those that are looking to start a career in tech. Uh, what are some of your advice for them? Yeah, I think that, and you know, this kind of goes to answer both questions, but I think networking is definitely a big piece of the puzzle. Um, mm -hmm. just really in any job to be completely honest, um, mm -hmm. you know, network, take the time to chat with people and, you know, learn about different roles and see what skills you, you know, you really need for, for those roles and really take the time to, you know, hone in on those skills. You know what I mean? Like if a position requires SQL, like what can you do to learn SQL, for example, you know, um, you know, if you're looking for a more technical role, you know, what skills do most people in those technical roles have and how can you get that experience? You know, I think it's also important to be open to like rotational programs and internships. Um, those can really set you up for success as well. Just, you know, kind of getting that foot in the door and getting that experience. Yeah, that's really good. Um, and I think that is, um, you know, in line with some of the things that other people that have come on this show uh, have talked about, uh, like the big one is always the networking, like go network, meet with people, <laughs> learn mm -hmm. from people. Um, and I don't know how many times we're going to have to say it, but we're going to keep saying it. Just talk to people occasionally. Definitely. Yep. For sure. Um, are there some uh, final thoughts or anything else you'd like to share that I didn't cover? Yeah, you know, I, I just want to, you know, emphasize, you know, to people that like, I'm open to having conversations, you know, just in terms of talking about tech or recruiting or whatever it may be, you know, feel free to reach out via LinkedIn, um, you know, however that may be, I, you know, people reach out to me all the time, like, I'm really open to having conversations, really open to networking as well. Um, you know, also just in terms of resume help, you know, I have been helping a lot of my friends recently, um, you know, in terms of layoffs and things like that, unfortunately, but restructure resumes to, you know, really make sure that they're set up for success and when applying for positions. So I'm definitely open to kind of chatting in those regards as well. Um, so again, just in general, I'm open to chatting, feel free to connect um, and just reach out. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you offering that. 
uh, I will include your LinkedIn link. LinkedIn link. That's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. in, in the description of the podcast. So please uh, reach out to her uh, for any recruiting or tech career uh, that you may need assistance that you may need. I may need to slide into your DM as well. But, you know, <laughs> so. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. We appreciate you. And we look forward to, you know, chatting more in the future, working together. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate you for reaching out and thanks for having me.